one day we were going to record and then what was it? You got an order for like how many cookies or something? Oh, we made one time 8,000 pounds of cookies. Pound- oh, that's pounds? pounds? I thought you meant just 8,000 cookies. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. No, I didn't no. think pounds. 8,000 pounds of cookies. That's crazy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we are finally back with some new episodes for you guys. Sorry for the delay. It has been a crazy, hectic, busy season, especially at the bakery, as oh, you guys yeah. know. It's definitely been, definitely has been really crazy. Um, you know, I feel like since Thanksgiving to now, it has been nonstop. We have been working hard every single day to make all our customers happy. Not complaining. It's all good things. But as the world knows, it's very hard to find employees these days. And so we're all hands on deck. My children have been going to school, coming home after. I mean, actually not coming home, coming to the factory after, um, helping also. You know, it's it's all physical labor. So who knows how much longer mm-hmm. my body could take of this. My body's in shock. It's like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> I don't blame you. It's a lot. Just anyone who has had a job that's on their feet, no matter what your hours are, it's exhausting. Yeah. You know, and it's a lot of line work. You know, when you're making thousands and thousands of cake, you know, you have a position on that line and you're doing that every day, all day. And... You know, it gets it gets repetition. It just it's a lot. It's a lot, but we are totally not complaining. We are so appreciative of the business and it's all good things, you know. It's it's short-lived, you know. Now the holiday season is here and uh, we're excited to celebrate. I was going to say what part of the uh assembly line are you usually on? You know, it's funny you ask because I'm the one that I'm almost like the floater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I start off at one position and by the end of the day, I'm in like position 20. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, um, it's like, okay, the, the way you have to run a line is you, you know how many people you need at one, what position. Right. And you just, in the beginning, put a person in that position. And then when the line starts, you start moving people to where their best ability is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like the floater and I basically take over whatever last position there is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you gotta be able to, you know, be versatile. I would exactly. Think. Because I remember one day we were going to record and then what was it? You got an order for like how many cookies or something? Oh, we made one time 8,000 pounds of cookies. Pound- oh, that's pounds? pounds? I thought you meant just 8,000 cookies. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. No, I didn't no. think pounds. 8,000 pounds of cookies. That's crazy. Which if you think about it, we have 24 cookies in a pound. So okay. 24 times eight, that's how many cookies we made that day. Oof. And I was like, I was just trying to do 20 times eight, eight in my head <laughs> to be like, what's that? Plus three zeros, four zeros. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, God bless. I was going to say what? Do you feel like, do you know what is like the most you guys have produced this holiday season in one day, whether it be like cakes, cookies, like? Um, if I had to say probably um, cakes and I would say about, I think one day we produce 7,000 pie cakes in one day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 7,000? 7, 7,000. That's just, I mean, to me, it's just crazy with 
the time because anyone that bakes knows like, okay, there's the actual baking time and the prep time, but mm-hmm. then there's always the cooling time. Yes. That, that, that's, I wasn't a great baker because I was pretty impatient on the cooling <laughs> time, but you're like, I have the icing ready. I just want to ice this cake and be done. And you'd have to wait. Oh man. Yeah. So I'll listen, it's been, it's been a long, um, couple months, definitely mm-hmm. to say the least, but it's all good things, you know. At the, at the end of the day, as long as we all have our health and we're able to work the way we are, it's it's all positive. Yeah, or I was going to say, anybody ordering stuff, you know it's fresh. Oh, yes. If every day you're coming in like, these are the orders from yesterday. Absolutely. That I can guarantee you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, last year you shared uh, a really good gift idea to give somebody. Mm-hmm. That was the, it was the portable, you can put air in your tires, yes. keep in your car. Yes. Uh, so I've been curious of... What, were there any gifts that you got a lot of people this year that kind of were your so Okay, go-to? it's funny you ask because I feel like we've all been working so hard this year that I wanted a gift to kind of help everyone out. So I ended up getting all the guys these back massagers, these heated back massagers. Really? Yeah. Is it like you just put it on almost like... You put it on like your shoulder and it heats up and it massages like your upper shoulders. And do you like just put it on and like sit in a chair yep. or something so it can press against? Yeah. Oh, that sounds so nice. So I gave them a relaxing gift this year. I mean, that makes sense if everybody's going to work. I know. I, I, I try to think about, you know, the lifestyle that mm-hmm. year and, you know, what's going on. I figured that was a nice, nice gift. Yeah. I was going to say I, uh, I've i seen the Theragun on many of the like gift guide lists. Yeah. Seems to be kind of like one of the hot new gifts this year. But other than that, I was I struggled this year coming up with like, what could I get? people because i my usual go-to is getting them something like we can do or like go to like Uh tickets to something and as we all know with covid it's been very up and down of are things even happening are they not happening i don't even want to talk about covid anymore i'm so (laughs) drained with covid that i think everyone is i'm done (laughs) um yeah it's it's tough but i mean i hopefully everybody's having a nice safe holiday with your family uh as safe as you can and uh enjoying it uh yeah I was gonna say, is there anything you were looking you're looking forward to to maybe getting for Christmas or just I'm just time looking off. forward to <laughs> relaxing with my family and I haven't seen them, you know, I haven't really been around the last month or mm-hmm. two because we've been working so late that I'm just gonna enjoy Christmas morning with my husband and my children and you know, nice cup of coffee and enjoy opening gifts. I don't blame you. That's how I feel. I think that's yeah. how a lot of people feel. So Anyway, uh, we do have a bunch of emails we got to get to. Uh, so thank you all so much for emailing us and sending in your questions. Uh, if you have a question or an update, if we've answered your question, please email us at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So first, I have an update. Um, this update is from Alexandra, and she was the one with the location confusion about work. She was in New York and got a job offer uh, in Texas. Mm -hmm. I remember that. All right. So she says, hi, Lisa and Erica. I wanted to thank you both so much for answering my location confusion question and for the excellent advice. I love listening to the episode and I'm so glad that I have your thoughts on careers, family, et cetera, to help guide me forward. I ended up deciding not to move to Austin for the job and I was able to find a similar job in New York. I am currently an academic advisor at the University of Rochester in upstate New York, which is where I'm from. Thank you both again, and I'll continue to be a loyal listener. All the best, Alexandra. Nice. So That is great. That's great news. You have to follow your heart. It worked out. Exactly. Glad it worked out for you. So, 
Thank you for emailing. And uh, like I said, again, if anybody has any updates they want to share uh, or just questions for us, just email us at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. All right. So our first question, stressed out guest house. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can't wait to hear <laughs> this like, one. You can probably relate to this. You often have <laughs> guests coming in. Uh, all right. It says, Dear Lisa and Erica, thanks for the podcast. I look forward to each new episode. Makes my day hearing your fresh perspectives. My mother-in-law is making a surprise visit, and though I really love to have visitors, I'm a stay-at-home mom and rarely get out these days, especially since we live far away from all our family back in Mexico, uh, and we have six children, four and under, require their own special attention, so it's good to stay optimistic. My mother-in-law is traveling solo and has her own demands. She does not babysit or change diapers. She is an only child with an only child and an extremely picky eater and refuses to cook can drive but won't and prefers to shop till she drops and living in northern Canada. So let's be reasonable. Trekking out to stores with multiple double strollers and 30 degrees, not really worth it in my opinion. Having her stay in my house makes me a little uncomfortable. I constantly feel looked down on like I'm a bad host because she would sometimes rather go hungry than eat my food, bored because I don't enjoy shopping and judge because my house is not in model condition with all the kids and craziness. It makes my husband stressed when she complains, which makes me more stressed. How can I make my guest feel welcome without making them feel excluded? Signed, Felicity. All right. Well, listen, my advice would be, did she mention in here how long her mother-in-law is staying for? Uh, she didn't say, but mm-hmm. I would guess it's like for Christmas time. Okay. Well, listen, it's temporary. And I know that no matter what, it's still your husband's mother. Mm-hmm. No matter how she makes you feel, see what I would do would, I would do everything I can to the best of my ability. If it's cooking, then I would cook whatever I can to the best of my ability. If it's um, sacrificing and having to go shopping one time, it's temporary. I would do it not necessarily for her because she would make me feel that way. I would do it more for my husband. Mm-hmm. And I would, knowing the way I am, I would suck it up, put a smile on my face. Because the minute you show someone you're doing it out of um, anger or not out of, um, not out of wanting to do it. Yeah, like out of obligation. Out of obligation, exactly. That's when they have something to talk about. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't give her anything to talk about. I would suck it up, do what I got to do, know it's temporary, and just, you know, go with the flow. That's what I would do. Yeah. And I feel like, look, you can ask her to help. She doesn't have to. But like if it's something very, very simple of like, say you're cooking and you're like, hey, I'm going to go throw in a load of laundry. Can you just wash the stove? Make sure it doesn't burn. Exactly. I feel like simple things like that uh, won't be bad. And I mean, I would hope she wouldn't complain about. Exactly. I would I would honestly kill her with kindness because yeah. then she has nothing negative to say. And if she does say something negative, it's shame on her. Mm hmm. You're not, don't give her a reason to talk negative. If she's going to talk negative regardless, then it's in her conscience, not yours. Yeah. Also the shopping, I'm like, if she just likes to shop and she said doesn't like to drive, I'm like, you could say, you know, I have a really busy day with the kids. I can bring you to the mall and then come pick you up. Yeah. Or maybe her husband could stay with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let's take it a step further. We are living in a COVID world. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd want to take my kids to the mall. Mm-hmm. You know, I would I would try and find someone to stay with the kids. So you go and take care of spending time with your mother-in-law without having to take your kids out. Right. So 
I don't know, just some options, but I get it. I totally understand. But remember, you're doing it more for your husband than mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah. And I'd say take a take a night or day off from cooking. Uh, get a couple options together. Maybe some places you could get food to go. Yeah. And give her the choice. Say, hey, these th- these are three great places near here. We're thinking about getting dinner from there. You're our guest. What would you like? Exactly. Like, I Let guess... her feel included in the process. Yeah. Or it's, you know, I've, I've been a guest many a places and I'm always the guest that's very like whatever you guys want to do like I'm easy going go with the flow but then sometimes you're around people hosting that you're like oh no they want me to choose because they're worried about being good hosts and it's that back and forth where mm-hmm. it's like no I don't care I don't care I don't care and at a certain point it's like someone's got to make a call yeah so but yeah I I think uh, you got to kind of repeat whatever the countdown is to yourself yeah and just know that the gates of heaven are going to be open for you <laughs> Yeah, right? Or especially, hey, if you don't see her much, you know, how many times a year do you see her? Exactly. I'd repeat that. It'd be like, okay, it's two weeks a year. Yeah. Remember, you're doing it for your husband, Mm. nothing else. Yeah. Things things could always be worse, so. Absolutely. But uh, thank you so much for emailing in uh, to the show. If you guys want to send us a question, you can email us at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. All right, we got time for one little more. I got a quick one right here. Let's see. This one is family car and a mom's car. Your advice. Hi, ladies. I love your podcast, and I also listen each time I receive a notification as a subscriber. I have preteens, and over the minivan and my husband does not care what car I drive as he drives a truck. We both work full-time and allow for a car payment. I could go for a luxury car finally over the baby stage. Okay, sorry. So this is a little messy. All right. So basically they have a minivan and she's looking to trade it in now that she has older kids and doesn't need to have, I guess, the soccer mom uh-huh. minivan car. Uh, any advice on what car I should order? Uh, what do you drive? What do you both look for when you buy a new car? Also, what about dogs in your car? <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I would not mind, but I'm thinking of making a new rule since it's a new car. Blessed regards, Karen from West Virginia. Okay. It's funny, Karen, because... You know, obviously, you know, I have four children mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> it's funny because when when my husband and I were, you know, had had a couple of kids, um, it was time to get a car. And I'm like, you will never catch me in a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I know said, uh, a lot of dads that have said that. I said to my husband, you got a better chance of seeing me <laughs> drive a minivan. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We always opted to go the SUV route, Mm -hmm. and um, I always had third row. Okay. So that's the cars we drove for a while. And it's funny because at one point I had three car seats in the car. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, all the kids were not far apart in age at all. Yeah, the first three were pretty close. So between booster chairs and car seats, Mm -hmm. it was funny. But I still never drove a minivan. (laughs) (laughs) It probably would have been a lot more convenient. Maybe. But, you know, don't forget, I was I was 21 years old when I had my daughter. Oh, yeah. So I I was still a baby having a baby. And, and, you know, I didn't want to be in a a minivan. Yeah. Or there's something to like it's kind of similar with like fashion that sometimes you look at stuff and you're like, but that's like a mom look. Yeah. Or there's something to you like uh, like there's a lot of cars, you know. That can fit the same amount as a minivan, but I look at, and when I was young, I would say, that's a hot mom car. Exactly. <laughs> my mom would be like, what exactly. are you saying? I'm like, that's that's like, I'm a hot mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> like, I got a cool cool car that can fit all my children safely. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, we opted for the third row SUV 
up until, you know, they were teenagers. Mm -hmm. And now that two of our children have their own license, I now drive an SUV that's only, you know, two rows. Yeah. And uh, I do have a big trunk because we do have a German Shepherd Mm -hmm. who is allowed to go in my trunk. Um, But he's part of the family. So whatever we do, he does. Yeah, true. I would say this too. So when I first started driving, because she's saying her preteens basically are about to drive whatever car Uh she gets. um, I remember my parents did want me to be in a little bit bigger than a regular car because it was, quote, safer. But the thing is, they wanted only the two rows because they were like, then you can't take more people. Like, they didn't like the idea of me driving and having too many other people in the car for both distraction and also just, like, safety-wise. Yeah, but don't you think as teenagers they're going to shove as many kids yeah. in that car as possible? <laughs> I mean, you might. I was good. I was like, you need a seatbelt. So there's not enough seatbelts. I, I hope my kids do that. Put yeah. it that way. Yeah, my I parents hope. nailed that in my head. They were like, we don't, we don't need an accident and a lawsuit happening yeah. of exactly yeah. um, exactly actually i think when i first drove they said only two friends in the car max uh-huh. they were very you know to be safe but uh yeah i mean obviously i you know i don't know what her price point is but i would say yeah definitely you don't have to go minivan um if you don't really need a giant truck trunk space especially your husband has a truck so like hey if you really need to transport big items you kind of have that covered exactly uh, I just like to be up off the ground. So that's why an yeah. SUV was always what I liked. Mm-hmm. But if you like a car at this point, then I'll change to a car. I mean, you know, I get—I could tell you this. Once the kids get their license, the last thing they want to do is drive with you. Even though they're going <laughs> to the same place, Yeah, they're going to drive their own car. Yeah. And if you have the means to do it, I'd say get exactly the car that you want. Um, I know it's tough negotiating. It always is a long process. I had my very first car was a Jeep. Mm-hmm. Loved it. There was the perfect like up off the ground, like you said. Yep. A little bit bigger than a regular car. Not bad on gas. Um, I loved my Jeep. And then I drove uh, a Ford Fusion was a smaller four door car. So look, you're West Virginia. I don't know how they are with snow, but if you got snow, you got to get something that's decent in the snow and you feel safe in. But, exactly. But yeah, don't have shame in trading in that minivan. Oh, no. <laughs> you go do that, girl. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for emailing in. Uh, if you want to send us a note, it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. That's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Till next time.